The early bird gets the worm, but the early worm gets to live. They say this is a big rich town. Oh, y'all miss me? <laughs> oh, God. I never took a straight What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo show. Did y'all miss me? I apologize. I mean, it was Christmas. Like, I don't think y'all wanted to hear me, but, you know, I'm I'm back to talk my shit's not here. You know what I mean? I have to come up with some art for this one, too, because I have nothing. I bought this thing at Target. That makes, uh, sorry for slapping my teeth, that makes round ice cubes. Well, I can't call it ice cube. Look at that. Change it to ice sphere. Oh, all right. So we still getting to know each other. We're in the get to knowing each other phase. I like to exaggerate words. Like, I'm a real estate agent at Bershaw Hollywood. I say it that way because it sounds sophisticated. So I have ice spheres. Practice with me. Just put your teeth together. I say, shush. It's that simple. Anyway, I do that. Um, this ep- <laughs> fucking ums. This is the last episode of the year. Woo, woo, <laughs> woo. I swear, this year went January, LMNOP, December, and here we are. End of the fucking year. How was y'all's Christmas? Mine was solid. I'm drinking some Sprite with my ice. And it's delicious because it has THC syrup in it. And it is awesome. I don't have any topics for this one. I just wanted to come in and talk about uh, what's going to happen in the new year. With the show, with things that I got coming up, and just like motivational shit. Um, And I guess I'll give you a little recap. Christmas was cool. Family did their thing. Booze popping. (laughs) My family never ceases to amaze me. They really don't. Excuse me. I've been reading a book on uh, human nature. Robert Greene, I believe. The guy that did the 48 Laws of Power. Man, what a good book. If you are like into the human mind and you study the human, you are going to fucking love this book. I am stuck on this book right now. Very, 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 very dope. Uh, the more that I read things and like the smarter I get, I guess you could say, you know, the more intelligence that I build, I feel like I, I distance myself from a lot of people because I put myself in a place where it's harder for me to comprehend the day to day bullshit that people want to talk about. Everybody literally just they sound like a fucking echo chamber, like they literally just spit out whatever the fuck the news then told them. And it's hard to talk to people that literally stay on the same wave, yo. They don't get away from it. They'll hear something and then they just blab about it. And they literally agree with each other over the shit that they heard. We do live in a time of information. Probably one of the worst times yet because we can find any argument to support anything that we um, side with right now. You can no matter what you say, there's some article somewhere that somebody wrote about that backs up the shit you're saying. True or not. It's there. Is that good? I don't know. Listening to this book and learning the different um, 
uh, I guess the different uh, our different sides of you know the human the 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 animal of how you know we have envy and joy and this and that and all these other things. I just listened to the envy chapter. That's why envy came first. Uh, what a good chapter! Fuck, what a good book. Um, just listening to it, you know, and seeing what social media has done to us, to a lot of just from normal people to celebrities. I was put them on this crazy platform. Like last time we spoke about Soldier Boy stealing the ROMs and selling these Nintendos and people were calling him out on it. And he's online saying that he's signing deals and doing this and doing that. I mean, he's a legend for what he has done. Me as an artist, as a fan of music, I was doing the Soldier Boy dance. He's two years younger than me, so me doing the music that I was doing and him doing the music he was doing, we came up around the same time. So it was weird because when we were getting into the industry, it was like the end of the gangster rap and the beginning of the snap music. But Soldier Boy came out of nowhere and really killed the fucking game. He was the only kid producing and writing his own shit. He ain't no lyrical genius. We're never comparing him to a Kanye. We don't even compare him to a... There's really nobody. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy. He did what he did. He might have been the first to really utilize the internet and YouTube. Give him that. Be a legend it's weird how there's nothing wrong with what he's done we live in a time where you tell somebody you sold 10,000 copies of something they go eh it's not a billion like bro 10,000 units of anything is dope that's amazing 110 fuck dude if you could sell one thing of anything you've done a great job like why would anybody buy anything from you that kid sold millions of records millions of ringtones if y'all remember when the fuck we were buying ringtones and he's fighting for fame. Fighting for fame. Fighting to be seen. That shit's great. Bro, I don't... I think that was my biggest thing. Having kids, I made a lot of decisions. I signed a bunch of shitty contracts when I got into music. Okay? I wasn't proud of the decisions I made. Touring four years straight. That shit'll wear you the fuck down. It breaks the psyche. I feel like when... when you... <laughs> You get into music maybe because you're good at it or you do have a natural love. It's very few people that have a love for it. Most people just see it as a hobby or a get rich quick. Honestly, that's usually what I get. And then when I find real artists like, yo, the most humble artist like Cole, he said it himself in the in the track with, with 21 Savage. Fucking amazing album, by the way. 21 has grown in leaps and bounds. Like, he's awesome. I, I love that dude. Pause. He's fucking, he's dope. The album's dope. Congratulations to you. I hope you go platinum. That is, it's a really good album. And I'm pretty sure it's going to last the whole year. We got enough tracks in there for us to go the whole year with 21. But the shit that that Cole said, I didn't want to be the popular kid online. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted my music to speak for itself. I felt the same way. And I still do with everything I do. And in reading this book, I've learned more about myself and why I feel these ways. And maybe more understanding about why I feel the way that I feel about certain things as far as my work is concerned. I never jumped into music to be super duper famous. I don't really like going out. I'm an introvert. So when this shit all took off, it was not I don't like I don't like crowds. I don't like going out like I'm not good at that shit. I just wanted to make my raps, put out dope songs and just bounce. And, you know, that's not music. It's a popularity thing, and, and it takes us right back to today. 
And if you're the popular kid, you could really much you you can do anything that doesn't take a real skill today. As long as you're popular, we'll put you on something that'll make you money. But it won't be like a you see like you can't get a random kid and make him a famous basketball player because that'll be impossible. He would have to be naturally gifted or have to be like a fucking animal on the court already. And then he just happened to be popular. Kind of like them ball kids. But still, he could still play. You see what I'm saying? And he wasn't a random nobody. Like, they they family tree, or whatever the fuck he said they did. But, in saying that, we have created stars off of uh, parody songs. We've created stars off of daytime television. We've created stars off of just taking fucking pictures on Instagram. I mean, Cardi... As of right now, I can say that in my eyes, Cardi B is the biggest Instagram personality yet. And I don't think anybody would be bigger than her because of, through her Instagram and what she did was awesome. Like, I'm not giving love and hip hop no props. Cardi did that shit herself. But we have a lot of people chasing that that same spotlight, that same shit. Like, besides Daniel doing the crazy shit he did, telling everybody to suck his dick. There's really no other rapper that's going to pop for just being a dickhead on Instagram. 69 Daniel 69 Danny had his own thing going that was his, his persona was just and very aggressive and honestly it was a lot of shit that he said that would drive me fucking crazy but it worked for him you know what I'm saying and the music isn't the best but it ain't bad and with a few more years I think he'd be fucking really dope like the song that he did with Boogie on Boogie's album was awesome that it showed a lot of growth on his part too I like to see the new artists that grow it's dope to watch that. Like, I'm not a hater of new music, but I know, like, I love all music. And and I, I like seeing the younger dudes grow. Like, hip-hop is about growth and telling your story. That's why I don't like when I hear kids getting into hip-hop. At least do other music. Why hip-hop? Like, what, what brought you to hip-hop? That's one thing that really drives me fucking crazy. Like, why did you come to hip-hop with your story? If we telling stories from our struggle... And we, you know, we put it on wax. We call ourselves rappers and whatever. Some of us ain't even rapping. Some of us just talking shit. You know what I mean? There's different genres to it. But then I see new guys that don't even know anything about the music, really don't give a fuck. And they're just doing it just to be popular. Like, that shit's trash. It's the only fucking industry that people get away with doing that shit. Ball players come over here. Random ass motherfuckers that think they got a 16 come over here and make a career off of this shit. And then guys... And gals that just do it for the love of hip hop Get no shine Because we're not with the clown shit I'm sorry if I went off on a tangent I told you I ain't got nothing to talk about I'm just I, I really wanted to come in and just say it was good um, I hope y'all have a good year We'll be talking about uh, Diets Taxes uh, First um, Uh First-time business owners. Oh, homeowners. Hey, I got my real estate license. Wow. Uh, for the next episode. And we're going to introduce someone. It's going to be very dope. I'm very excited. I got to work on my radio voice. I want to be able to sell things. Like Tresemme and shit like that. And give me a nice bag. Um, <laughs> I want to do an AMSR uh, episode where like. Me and my daughters just stand in front of the microphone and like eat chips and shit, and then talk about nothing for half an hour and see how dope that shit will be. 
Uh, besides the whole social media, my book, my book is fucking awesome. It's funny because my family's the reason why I'm the way I am. At least that's the only route to my fucking past that I get, you know, that I really can stand by. I'm like, well, my family's the only thing that's been consistent in my life as a since you know birth. And God damn, I can't figure them out. They're my biggest study. I study my family. <clears throat> uh, my mom said she misquoted me. I don't know. I really didn't give a fuck because I was. I said that too. But she said that I said that that generation before us, because I'm, you know, I'm the son, the cousin or whatever. So my grandfather's kids, I said that that generation before us didn't accomplish shit. I mean that. And I said that they were corny. I said that back when they were saying they was popping, I think they were corny as shit. And that's why they ain't got shit popping. There's no businesses. There's no land. There's no nothing. I don't, I'm not, it's not funny to me. I don't find that shit cute. I was dead ass. That shit sucks. You know, there's a lot of people that are in my age. I mean, age range and, and whatever, you know, younger, older, but you know, from the grandparents and on, like you try to do better each generation. Now, yeah, this generation has done slightly better. Can I say that all my cousins and brothers and whatchamafuckets are doing better than what they were doing? Perception, it's all perception. I don't know what they call good. I got expensive tastes. I, I do things that cost a lot. I have a big family. My life is very expensive, so it's not. It's never been an option for me to be cheap or not make money and be comfortable. I had three kids at eighteen. I ain't had time for comfortable. Shit, I had to have my place ready. Bedroom sets Not one bed or a crib Nah motherfucker I had bedroom sets You understand what I'm saying Had to get a house Too many kids Had to have a few cars I look around I don't see no cars I don't see no jobs No no legitimate careers I still don't see any ownership Bro my store was on South Rainbow For three and a half years And nobody in my family went to it Nor did I tell them where it was Why? This is the most irritating thing From anybody by the way you find out I have a furniture store. Everybody does this. Oh, I need furniture. And I go, oh, really? And then this is how I don't want to. I swear to God, I cut you off immediately when you do this. Motherfuckers love to go. Can I get a discount? Can you hook it up? Now, I can because it's my shit. But you automatically think that I sell cheap shit. I'm going to give you an example. Now. I had an aunt call me asking for furniture. I said, listen, just go online, find whatever bedroom set you like. If you want, pop an RC Willie or Walker. I don't care. I'm sorry for shouting these people out. Take a look at it and then let me know when I order it for you and give you a good price. She never did. Wanted to come into the warehouse. Mm, I didn't want to do that. I had a storefront warehouse. That was my my setup. Store in the front and the warehouse was attached to the back. And we had two bays. Um, I didn't want to do that. I was just like, listen, just... Look at whatever you want. Let me know and I'll give you a good deal. Never did. I don't know what happened. I don't care. I said that because I didn't want them to look at the prices at the store and then, you know, blurt out some crazy shit or just whatever because furniture is not cheap. While I was in real estate school, I was asked about furniture. I said, yeah, I got a warehouse full. I was clearing out my warehouse. My warehouse, we just shut that down, what, two months ago now? 
He goes, I need some furniture from my condo. I'm like, all right, well, what you need? Uh, I'm looking for like a living room and a bedroom, you know, stuff for love seat and a bedroom set. Bomb. Give him the website. Go on my website, bros. Check, take a look. Check through there. See what you like. Let me know. Now, the bed that he sent me in the sofa set, we're not no bottom dollar shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, again, I don't know if it's the tattoos or because I come off too cool. Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. The bedroom set that he that he, he chose, the headboard, footboard, the rails, a nightstand, a dresser, and a mirror. Literally my third most expensive bedroom set that I got. Like, that bedroom set can go for $10,000, but we let it go for just that. The headboard, footboard, one nightstand, the dress, and the mirror. I let it go for five nine nine nine. right? I tell him that, boom. Oh, plus the sofas came out to like 7100 And he goes, shit, that's expensive. Damn, that's expensive, huh? But you want me to just give you a hookup, right? When normal people come into my store, they pay the regular price. They don't have an issue. I don't get it. Why? Why is what's the issue? Yo, I, I lose like the ability to be articulate when I get on here, and I freeze up. And this is a growing thing. Uh, as you get to know me, I like learning new shit. Like I, I have an addictive personality. I overanalyze and I overdo shit. I tell, you know, like my, my little thing, like I have different ways of looking at life. And when I learn something, I do it the way a crackhead will buy crack. Like I had people come to me when I was a drug dealer that would spend hundreds of dollars a day with no job on me. And I could never figure out how the fuck they made that money. And I always just tell myself, damn, if I could do shit the way that person does to buy drugs, I should be able to do anything. So that's how I go at things. Like, I fucking drill it in. This is new to me. When I do music, headphones on, music's playing, I'm in the zone. I do my thing. Just sitting here talking, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. I like learning. And when I get better, then, you know, the show gets better. But I love to learn. I went to real estate school. I own properties. But I said, you know what? Why not go to school and just let me sell some houses? I want to get into developing. You see, I have a plan for everything. People just don't see that. When it started out, it was just interior design. Then I took a job at a furniture store. Learned the business on the ground. My interior design firm went three years. Bum. Stacked up. Got my store. Got one truck. Got a deal and got three trucks from a fucking store that was closing. And all his inventory. Still had the interior design firm. Now we're doing. Now we were doing moving, and I had to own my own furniture. I always wanted to develop buildings and houses. Like I just always had these ideas. I think it's because I grew up so poor, and me and my grandmother would watch those HGTV shows where all the really nice houses. And because we lived in a piece of shit with roaches, that we fantasized about that. And like it was always my goal. To live in a really nice house in a really nice place. And I want to be able to provide that to people that come up in the neighborhoods that we came up in where we didn't have shit. But I always had a plan. This is something I always wanted to do. I'm not taking a step down. I'm still a boss. I stay being a boss. Interior design firm, still open. This old stuff, still open. And things are getting better for the moving company, but it's still open. It ain't going over. I still got it. You see what I'm saying? And now I'm in real estate. 
I got a concierge service. There's a couple things that we got. Like, I haven't stopped. I just don't show people this shit because I don't like to, man. Like, I'm not good at promoting myself. And when you meet somebody and they ask you for a fucking discount on the most expensive piece of furniture you have, and they basically want you to take a loss so because cause y'all cool, I have no respect for that. And respect is everything. Is the crackhead going to take a short so he can't come get his crack? I don't think so. I look at life through, you know, the eyes of a, of a hood, uh, a product of, of the hood. I don't know who's listening. I don't know my audience yet. But I came from nothing. Me and my grandparents, back and forth from Vegas to New York. We finally settled down, but it wasn't luxury. I lived in a house with two people that couldn't work. My grandfather was blind. I didn't know him when he had vision. He taught me how to work on cars blind. My grandmother took care of him. She didn't have a job. From 13, I was working. Working at a laundromat. Selling drugs. I never told nobody that shit. I realized that there were certain things. Like I, I knew people when I was a kid. I knew when I said certain things, they would turn their face. I wouldn't tell them about the drugs. I knew how they felt. I would do stupid things, throw they scent off. I was good at that. I still am. It's like a superpower. But I worked all the time because I wanted to have things. I went to the mall with 10K for a platinum bracelet at 16. Then I went back and got a bust down platinum bracelet for 20. And I don't know why the fuck I went and got into payments because I thought I was cool because I wanted to build my credit for some other stupid shit. And I fucked that all up. But the ones I paid cash for, I kept them forever. Yo, I'm getting to the bottom. I'm sorry, y'all. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Living in a house with, with, I mean, I never asked to go to the movies. I never wanted to bother my grandmother for money because I knew that it was sparse. And I didn't want to put it out of her way. But, you know, right when I had the opportunity to get a car, when I had the opportunity to, to, you know, spread my wings and grow, that shit, it's been hard for me for a long time. Getting a car at 15 wasn't, oh, I got a car. It was my grandparents are getting older now and they need to go to the doctor a lot more. And the bus ain't for them no more. You see? Everything has is 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 way. I had a plan for a lot of things. I was young and I knew that I had to get shit done. And I knew I didn't want to depend on nobody and I knew I didn't want to ask for help because I was I was ashamed of a lot of that shit. I used to love going over to my aunt and uncle's house. I used to love going to my mom's house visiting. Ain't that a bitch? I'm an only child. Fuck it. Because I grew up in the hood. My window got shot at. Shootouts in front of the apartment. Yeah, I was right there. All that. Y'all wasn't like me. My two brothers are DJs. Yeah, one's a producer, one's a DJ. They do techno. And that's dope. I dig it. Like, I listen. I'm a fan. If it's good, it's good. I'm definitely a fan of good music. So, you know, if they've done right, yeah, and they do great work. The whole conversation about this generation not accomplishing shit came from 
Somebody asked, where do we get our music inclination from? Because so many musicians. The problem is I don't see so many musicians. Like, that's a weird-ass comment. They bring up two other cousins that DJ. Still don't see a musician. Don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Y'all push play. Y'all ain't know. I don't see y'all juggling. Y'all ain't cutting. Y'all ain't DJing as far as I'm concerned. If all you doing is push play. You ain't making them beats live. You ain't doing none of that shit. You ain't moving the crowd. You're not a DJ. You don't have talent. You the cool kid that pushes the button. Wow. Where did the talent come from? Some uncle or something down the line. Fine. Okay. So who did what with their talent? How many albums or tours have these DJs gone on? You see what I'm saying? It's more of a hobby that way. I made it a career. Never get my props for it. Never ask for it. But it drives me crazy how my brothers come to me and tell me, well, you're the reason why we started DJing, but they don't tell other people that. So who you lying to? And name another musician. What, a couple people that sing in the shower? That don't mean shit. That don't mean shit. Talent comes from within. It's God-given. And when I say that they didn't leave us nothing, they didn't leave us nothing, bro. Like, when my uncles, aunts, and all these people are gone, they have nothing behind, bro. Nothing. They worked and went home. I got, I, I go, God forbid, knock on wood, I go. Furniture store, yours. Interior design firm, yours. This real estate shit, watch how much more property I buy. Yours, go for it. You want to run the shoe store? Go for it. You want me to teach you how to flip these hair salons? I'll teach you and you're going to make that bread. Oh, what you think I had a million dollars for just to sit on it? No, 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 no. I bought land. Land in certain places that is going to make me a lot more money in a couple years. That's for them. That's for my kids, not for me. I can't even enjoy none of this shit that I'm doing. But see, it's all perception. Coming into this new year, I want to learn more about me. Will I work on my next album? I'm still writing these two books. I talk about them a lot because it keeps me motivated to keep writing. One's about how to lose. Every fucking get rich quick, or not get rich quick, excuse me, but like all them lifestyle, let's make you a better you and this, that, and that. It's always about winning. They never tell you what happens when you fucking lose, man. And you know what? Losing fucking hurts. It hurts. I lost a lot. I'm prouder of my failures than I am of my successes because I'm almost embarrassed of being a successful artist. And what's success? What, I put out a fucking, a bunch of albums. I did a bunch of shows in front of a bunch of people who I'm sure don't even fucking remember me. And I told my story. I'm prouder of telling my story than being successful for it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I never want to fame. I'm not good at that type of shit. I think different. That's why I started this. I'm different. I don't know how to be following the crowds. I like the music that everybody don't like. I'm mad at Black Bear. What a music at, bruh? Fuck you mean. This next year, I want to learn more about me. I got to keep telling my story. I can't be the only person that feels like this.
That shit's crazy. You know what's real funny? Having a conversation with somebody that a few months ago, you know, right around when Trump became president was super BLM, super fuck Trump. And now they don't even, they don't know shit. Now the news is talking about different things. So now they don't have a stance. You know what I'm saying? Can't even have a conversation about anything. I'm trying to ask questions. I'm trying to learn. And you got nothing. That's crazy, right? But I'm still the same. So I want to get my events going. I'm slowing down things. And don't think that just because I took, you know, I'm doing this real estate thing, I'm going to stop. Nah, man, I got events coming up here in Vegas. I will be changing things around this town. I'm making a big, big splash. It's been a long year. It's been a learning year. And we got nothing but good shit to look forward to because we still here pushing. We still got to live in the moment. You know, y'all still learning me. I'm still learning y'all. I believe in living in the moment, enjoying the right now. Because if you don't remember this shit, Anybody ever ask you about your childhood or about your past? It's usually bad shit first and then good shit later. You know? So live in the moment. Enjoy it. If you obsess like I do, obsess over the good shit. Obsess over reading. I read over 12 books this year. Very proud of myself because I can't read. I'm an Audible fan too. I can't read, y'all. My brain don't work that way. Reading ain't for me. I don't read, and I've written a book, and I'm writing two more. Obsess over learning. Stay curious. That shit keeps you young. Why do I look so young? Why? Because I'm always asking questions. Why? How? I really want to know. I really want to know. I'm genuinely curious about things. If you go hustle, hustle with a cause. Work like a crackhead. Work like a drug addict. You got to make your fix that. They want to get high. What's my fix? My fix is taking care of my family living good. I'm going to do that by any means necessary. That means waking up at 3 o'clock every day. That means falling asleep at 8 o'clock. Tossing and turning throughout the night. Jumping up with ideas. Writing shit down. Getting back to bed. That means stressing. When need to be stressed. I work good under pressure. I'm okay with that. So I work like a crackhead. I'm going to get my shit. I'm going to get my fix. It's facts. I want to work on networking. I'm going to try to be a better people person. I want to work for the people. I I want to really pass a jail reform. I believe that if we, the people that pay the taxes for police officers, deserve healthy and fit officers. I don't feel like a fat piece of shit that's working in the precinct should get a goddamn pension if his fat ass can't get up and run a mile in 10 minutes. And I don't think I'm asking a lot from someone that's supposed to protect and serve. I want that to change. I want to help the jail system. That has to change. We have to invest in our people. In order for me to make those changes, I got to go out there and shake hands and talk to these people and really get in there for y'all, for the hood, for me, for us, for what we've come to know as the world today. We still got people that come out as felons and can't work regular jobs. We still have senseless police violence and it's not being talked about, y'all. 
you know, under the Obama administration, the racial thing was big because he was black. So they wanted to make everything racial so that it will stick. Now they're on a fucking bender to fuck up Trump and he's killing them left and right. And if you go, if you really look at all the things that he's accomplished, take the person out of it. Learn that with me too. I take the person out. I don't give a fuck who it is. Whoever that person is, accomplish this, this, and this, and this. And it's done better for the country, for everybody. I don't give a fuck what he looks like. That has nothing to do with anything. A woman, man, the accomplishments are there. And if they're good accomplishments, then I'm always there for it. I'm for the people. I'm for us. I'm for less government. So in order for me to fulfill that, I have to do that. And I want to learn more stuff. I want to learn how to work on trannies. Pause. Transmissions. <laughs> that type of shit. <laughs> I want to work on transmissions. Like, I, I've never rebuilt a transmission. So, um, I would like to take an old Plymouth and I want to rip the motor out of it, put a six cylinder twin turbo in it. And I want to build my own transmission, learn how to rebuild transmissions. And I would like to actually install my own suspension into this car and like completely do it different than what I've ever done with a car before, but definitely work on transmissions. That's like one of my big, big, big things that I've never done. I've just never, I work on cars. I grew a car apart and build it, but I've never rebuilt a transmission. I've always taken it to somebody. I felt like I didn't have the right tools. So I'm a person that knows what I don't know. I think that's one of my strengths. Another thing you should learn with me. Learn what you're not good at. People hate talking shit to me because you can't say shit to somebody that agrees with you. Ex-cousin talking shit about my hair. Oh, your hair is thinner than Ethiopian kids. (laughs) All right. It wasn't, it was, all right, cool. Like, and then, like, trying to get me roused up. And I'm like, bro, that wasn't even first off. It was a horrible joke. And I can take a joke. Motherfucker, I, I talk shit. So I'm ready to get it right back. And if it's funny, it's funny. Like, yo, me and my nigga Nelson had some bouts, bro. I don't think nobody can handle that shit with, with thin skin. I'm going to let you get your little shitty joke off, but, all right, you ain't that funny. I know my weaknesses. When you know your weaknesses, guess what? You don't have any. Embrace it. Understand that words aren't negative. Like negatives, maybe stop and reevaluate what you think is a negative word. And let's be, look beyond popularity and really look for talent. There's a reason why TV is so boring. There's a reason why we keep on watching superhero movies. We have nothing. We've become a boring society. I believe that a lot of the issues that we have today is because we're bored. Did you see how fucking dumb we look? We live off of staring at our fucking phones. This earth is massive and you fucking, you, we live on a fucking nine inch screen. That's how we live right now in this giant, beautiful world. We live in the fucking screen watching other people do shit. How fucking dumb are we? Watching TV is one thing, but bro, we're glued to this fucking thing. Our children have become weaker. We don't trust them. People are so distracted that we can't let kids walk to the store alone. Things have gotten so dangerous because of the distractions and the goddamn just, you're not here. You live in your phone. You're not aware of your environment. It's caused chaos. Gotta live past that shit. Stop making these popular people cool. Like, stop making them money. And stop letting youth, don't think that fucking making money makes you smart. For real, that shit bothers me. Some people are just good at making money. That doesn't make them smart. It doesn't take a genius to make money. 
Now, the power of that money or how long it lasts and how they move it, that's how you learn them. Come on, man. I know guys that have nothing and, and, and they get built up and that shit don't go nowhere because they have nothing to do with Like They don't know what to do. They make wealth. They build it and, and they, they start these false fucking uh, ventures and nothing ever comes of it. But they always know how to make money. But it doesn't mean they're smart. They just keep coming up with shit and it happens to work. And most of the shit is get rich quick bullshit. And, you know, some of it might be dirty work. I don't care how you make it. Can you keep it? Can you make more of it? Can you make more of it easier? I have a goal that I want to make X amount of dollars per hour every day. That's me. I don't know how you set your shit up. Excuse me. Perception. <coughs> Excuse me. My throat is mad dry, yo. Everything is perception, y'all. I think. In all reality, I fell in love with Six Nine when he was explaining what how what what the Six Nine meant to him. I love that. That was do- that was dope. That was very thoughtful, and it looked it seemed very sincere. Uh, I don't know. I, I had I have an affinity for that kid. Like right when I seen him, I was like, "Fuck, I need to help this kid." You know, sometimes you just see people that are good people, but get dragged in the wrong shit. And that was definitely one, but perception is key. You know, why, if there's an issue and you're looking from the bottom, try to put yourself in the shoes of the person that's looking from the top down. Look forward to more of that shit, more of a Sable's philosophies. But I'm not going to keep y'all. We've been running for 30 something minutes. <laughs> Thank y'all for being here. Uh, Happy New Year. And the next episode is going to be doper and doper. Let's see if I can come up with a fucking cover for this one. But all right, y'all. My name's Kasabian Lavo and live in the moment. Why?